Welcome to the Coach's Edge podcast dedicated to teaching, sharing, and learning the game. Thank you for joining me today. I'm your host, Steve Kramer of the Coach's Edge. And on today's show, we are highlighting a piece of our complete episode with Lee Taft. Complete episode comes out on Friday, but I, I can't wait to share this short piece of information that he shared with us on his seven basic movements of basketball. Then he talks a little bit about on-ball defense. And as you listen to this episode, be sure to check back on Friday for the complete episode. As he breaks down the, the concepts, some of the drills, uh, we talk about defense, especially whether it's guarding on-ball or guarding ball screens throughout our full interview with Lee. Um, he's an expert in his field. He's, he works with high school athletes, college athletes, pro athletes. He's, he's worked with NBA basketball programs. I mean, he's, he's a guru when it comes to sports performance, speed, acceleration, and he's a basketball guy. I mean, he's coached high school basketball for 20 some odd years throughout his, his career. And that's one thing I really love about Lee compared to a lot of other speed specialists, which are great, but Lee's combination of having that speed background with his experience as a basketball coach. I mean, I think they make him a, a really dangerous weapon for him to be able to, to help coaches, to help athletes. And I can't thank Lee enough for being on the Coach's Edge podcast. Let's get to the show. Have a, have a basic fundamental understanding of the models of just basic movement. And what I mean by that, Steve, is we've got basically seven patterns. We're going to run forward. And one phase is called acceleration. So maybe from the foul line to half court, not very far, but extremely important. The next one is sprinting. So maybe baseline to baseline or baseline to the, you know three quarter court. We're getting pretty close to max velocity at that point. So those two things are critical. We can work on those. Those are not difficult. Kids have been doing them since they're three years old. So it's not something unforeign. We just need basic understanding of what the arm should do, what the leg should do, and then kind of an idea of how we work speed versus conditioning. Because I need to allow rest if I want to get my kids faster versus if I'm trying to get them in shape, I might not give them as much rest. The other thing is we have to move lateral, which that's a, that's a staple of basketball, right? Defensive shuffle, <clears throat> lateral shuffle, and then a <clears throat> excuse me, the second movement is a lateral run. Most coaches know it as a crossover. I call it a lateral run because that's technically what it is. So we have to become real efficient and proficient at those two movements. So there's four. Now we know we're going to move backwards at some point. So we have to know how to backpedal, and then we have to know how to hip turn. So that would be me guarding you at the top of the key. You give me a shot fake. And then you try to drive by me. Once you start getting by me, I have to open my hips and then retreat backwards doing something, maybe a shuffle, a lateral run or whatever it is. And then we have jumping. That's our seventh pattern. Now we have all kinds of variations of those, but if your players from day one learn those seven patterns and you implement those in your warmups every day, they're gonna become very efficient. Now, when you ask your players, to do some kind of zone trap or man-to-man -man press or, or transition defense, they've already been through these basic patterns and it's not foreign to their bodies. I always say this, at the most critical times in games, 
when pressure's on, that's when we see footwork mistakes because they haven't been exposed to it enough. It's kind of like forcing a player with 10 seconds to go in the game to their left if they're a, if they're a righty and they're not confident with their left. Usually something's going to break, right? There's going to be some kind of turnover or a pass or a forced shot. They're just not comfortable. Now you've added nervousness and pressure on it. It gets worse. Well, we see that in footwork as well. We make defensive mistakes. We make offensive mistakes with our feet because we haven't been exposed to it enough. And that goes back to our initial comment on learning. The more they learn it, the less they have to rely on thought. They just rely on reaction. It just happens. They do it. The body's been there, done that. They've seen it and they can do it. So I would remind all the coaches, get very good at moving in all those planes, running, sprinting, jumping, shuffling, backpedaling, hip turns, all those. If your players can do all those, now you can stack more advanced skills on top of that. I love that. You're, and you're knocking those common basketball movements out within their warm-up. So exactly. not, not only are they getting these movements in, but they're obviously getting warmed up, getting yep. ready to, to move, and then getting into your practice, which which I love. Um, you talked about different types of defensive movements. You talked about some of that lateral shuffle, lateral run. Um, and, and so I want to pick your brain a little bit on that. And I know you have some terminology that you use too. So, I mean, defense is huge. We all want to be quicker, especially laterally. Nobody wants to get scored on um, as far as our coaches. So, what are some things that we can do to really work on the types of footwork that we need in a game? Yeah, yeah. So obviously it starts with uh, an efficient stance. And uh, one of my biggest pet peeves that I've tried for years to get coaches to understand is because when I played too, it was always about getting lower, you know, sitting down in your stance. Well, what happens? Players get very uncomfortable and they don't move really well. And based on the type of athlete you are, if you're somebody that's very elastic, you don't like to get low. You want to play a little bit higher, kind of like Michael Jordan did. Michael Jordan didn't get parallel to the ground like some of these guys can. He got a little higher, was very quick. And you see that with a lot of these really fast, uh, reactive defenders. So teach them the stance, teach them what it means to be in the stance and give them context. And context means if I say to you, uh, Steve, this, this player could potentially drive hard on you to the right and try to turn the corner and you don't have any help. Well, now you have context as to how you're going to have to move to, to stop that player from getting to the basket. You understand you got to somehow get in that pathway between your player and the basket. And so now that they understand that, now we can start to select these, these shuffles or lateral runs to be able to get in front of that defender. If listening to that doesn't get you fired up about our complete episode on Friday, I don't know what will. Because as, as a coach, I want my players to be able to move more effectively. I want them to be able to be quicker, faster, more explosive. And Lee gives us a bit of the blueprint here with this podcast on how we can go about doing those things. If you want to contact Lee, his information is in the description below. And as always, please leave a positive rating and review if you found this beneficial. We're trying to get better together. That's what the Coach's Edge is all about, trying to give you an edge and advantage over the competition. So thank you for listening. Be sure to check back on Friday for our complete episode. As always, get after it today.